to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. To another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. And again, welcome to another exciting episode of Faith on Fire. Again, this is a broadcast designed to ignite one's faith on fire. And the scripture says in uh Hebrews eleven six, without faith it's impossible to please God. It's impossible to please him, can't impossible please him. to know him. And, and yes, and those who come to him must believe. That's what faith is, believing what God said. They must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, meaning God's going to reward your obedience. Scripture says obedience is better than sacrifice. So as we're obedient to the word of God, he's going to reward that. And again, just a reminder, Jesus came preaching concerning the kingdom of God, and he gave us principles to live successfully in that kingdom. Yes, we're in the world, but not of the world. We're in the kingdom of God. Scripture says we're citizens of the kingdom. Our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And uh, that's where we're going to spend eternity at is in the kingdom. But I'm reminded in Matthew 6, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God wants to use us to bring a taste of heaven to earth. And then he gave us some keys. He called them in Matthew uh, 16, 19, the keys of the kingdom in which we know those are uh, principles. They're commands. With promises. He says, you do this, you'll get this result. And it's basically back to what it says in Galatians. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. We like to refer to that in the negative. But that, let's go to the positive with that. If I sow fruits of the spirit, which is the Love, yeah, joy, peace, patience, patience which kindness. that's our key today. Well, that's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get the results of that or the manifestation of whatever seeds I sow. If I sow apple seeds in my garden, uh, I should get apples. Same thing with oranges, bananas, and et cetera, et cetera. My cherry tree's blossoming, and there's going to be cherries under those blossoms. Because you, you planted cherry tree, cherry seeds some time ago. Well, the same thing about the Word of God. And in Luke, I believe, 8, it says that the Word of God is seed. So once we plant the seed or the truth of God's Word in our, the good ground of our hearts, which is our spirit, which is the faith factory where all the believing takes place, and we... Nurture that seed by meditating on it. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Meditating on it, that's that's nurturing it, watering it, watering it with some more word. It grows, and it grows up into an image of our redemption, meaning an image of who God says we are. So once we, again, apply these keys of the kingdom, uh, we'll live that abundant life that Jesus said he came to give us. And again, we're speaking on the key of, of patience. And a lot of us, you know, that's one thing. Especially with men, <laughs> uh, 
God wants us to develop that. Uh, oh, let's don't be sexist now, because uh, women have just as much trouble with patience really? as men. Well, I don't know. I just see a lot of men, you know, hunking their horns and all that and in traffic. And I'm speaking of myself. That's something I'm still working on. I'm still working on and developing that key in my life, because that's a key. That's going to be a key to success. But the scripture says, if I meditate on this word day and night and observe to do According to all that's written in it, I'll make my way prosperous and I have good success. So I need to meditate on the key concerning patience. And he says, have patience. <laughs> so, uh, again, that's one of the key. And, again, in this society we live in, we like to rush everything. We want everything microwave. We want it at quick speed. And some things, yes, God can go into eternity and make things happen like that. But I, I think that's just one of the fruit of the Spirit he wants us to to learn to employ patience. Well, I mean, we just need it in everyday life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to get into lines, and they're going to move slower than you would like them to move. And I, I believe and you're going to get impatient. And I believe God knew that. And, and you know what's incredible <laughs> about that is you're sitting there in line, and I don't think people think about this enough. You're in line. It's not moving as fast as you would like. You start to get impatient. And whether you realize it or not, your your blood pressure starts to go up, your anxiety starts yeah, to go up, all right. this stuff starts to go up. Your fight or flight's probably working, whether you realize it or yeah, not. It is, and, and that's not good for you. Now you've got an adrenaline surge because you're unhappy. All of those things are not good for you. All of those things affect your health in a negative way. And here's the question: Getting upset like that is that making the line go faster? No, no, not is at that all. helping in any way? No. And so lots of the the times that we show impatience in life, we are negatively impacting ourselves and not helping the situation at all. The line is not going to move. You can even grumble. So, And I've done this. I've been in places where I've heard people, they start grumbling. And they grumble just loud enough everybody around them can hear. Right? Mm-hmm. That is not making the line speed up. That doesn't make things happen faster. And yet what it does is kind of infectious. In fact, we heard this morning from a person talking about mirror. Um, when you look at somebody else, their features and the things that are going on, you kind of mirror them. And so it happens where people start to grumble and then other people start to grumble. And pretty soon the whole line's affected. You really want to freak people out. Say something positive. Say, you know what? I'm really glad to be here because this is one part of my day where I'm not in a big hurry. And you know what, Richard? I sometimes, well, I'll, I do that most of the time. I just interrupt their pattern that's what that's called you say freak them out but you're really interrupting that pattern of whatever that behavior is by doing something contrary to that and because people aren't expecting their pattern to get interrupted right they're expecting you to go along you go along with the protocol what they call it uh yeah go along with the program but again i was just reading here in luke chapter 8 verse 15 and he was summing up the parable of the sword meaning the word of god which is seed and planted in your heart in Luke 4.18, I mean Luke 8.15, he says, But the ones that fell on good ground, he's referring to the word of God, are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. And that's how you're going to really bear fruit is by having patience, just like the farmer. He doesn't plant the seed and then like, come on, see, grow, 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 and believe in the next day he's going to have a harvest. He understands Patience. It's just going to be a seed planting. There's a time, the process, and then there's the harvest. And again, with us, and I, and I, as you were speaking about, you know, what you were just speaking about, I was reminded 
how God is all knowing. And in Colossians, I believe chapter two, he says in him, God and Jesus are hidden, are hidden all the mysteries of wisdom and knowledge. And I understand and believe that God knew that we was going to need patience in this earth realm. Because we're going to we need with, it. We deal with people. Yeah, we and deal with people. When you deal with people, you're going to need patience. Yeah, and God has all wisdom. And I was just thinking about that. Again, we were in a meeting earlier this morning, you and I, and I was just thinking as the speaker was speaking about just the word of God, how everybody needs the word of God. Everybody needs the word of God because the scripture says the word of God is truth. And, 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 and truth is the highest form of reality, truth. So if he says one of the keys to your success is patience, well, that's the truth. And God knows, remember, Father knows best. God knows exactly what's good for us and what we need. So if he tells us to employ or use this key that's referred to as patience, we have to learn how to use that key called patience and and get proficient in it. And again, I'm speaking about myself. That's something I'm learning I'm learning. I've been learning it for a while because I was one of the most impatient persons. And I'm learning to employ that that key of the kingdom because it's going to unlock some things once I start using it on a consistent basis. You know, it ain't some people like to use some of the keys just for a little while. No, you got to develop. We talked about that today in the earlier meeting about developing new habits. That's got to become a new habit. Right. You having patience and not blowing up. You know, when things don't go your way. <laughs> well, see, and, and, you know, and, and we used the example earlier of standing in line somewhere, but we need to be patient with our spouse. We yeah. need to be patient with, with our, our children. children. Yes. If we're, if somebody's listening to this and they're younger, they have to be patient with their parents. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But once they're a parent long enough, we forget that when we were a kid, we had to learn to be patient mm-hmm. with our parents because they weren't, they didn't always do exactly right. And mm-hmm. so we need to be patient with each other because people are people. The old Twilight Zone series. Remember, you're probably not old enough Come to on, remember man. the yeah, Twilight yeah. Zone. One of the in in the Twilight Zone, what would be one of the worst things that always happened was that the people found out they were alone, that they were the last ones, that, that something had happened and they were the last person around. Sometimes it's easy to think, you know what? If if I didn't have to deal with people all day, life would be great. If I didn't have to put up with this or person or that person, if I didn't have to deal with people at work, if I didn't have to deal with people at home, man, life would be so good. If I, you know what? You would not want to be here alone. L- life is about people. And sometimes people don't do exactly what we want them to do. They don't say exactly what we want them to say. And yet it's as we grow in our patience and we come to realize, you know what? I'm not perfect either. I don't always say what I should say. I don't always do what I should do. And I'm hoping that people are patient with me. I know my wife after, we'll be married 35 years in August. My wife has been patient with me more than one time. I can absolutely guarantee you that. Back to what I said. Women are more patient than me. <laughs> and, <yeah, laughs> and I've been patient with her. We were high school sweethearts. We literally grew up together. One of the one of the rare couples I think that that actually happens to, but we we've been patient with each other. We're, we've learned to be patient with our children. Our children have learned to be patient with us. They're both adults now, and they probably have to be more pa- more patient with us now than they ever were before. But life is about people. Life is dealing with people, and God knew that as we dealt with people, situations would happen where we needed to employ patience. That's why He wants to give it to us as a gift of the Spirit. But that's why he also talks to us about having patience so much is because every, literally every single day you're going to have a chance to employ patience. I know at this meeting we were at today, 
the food came a little slower. It's the first time we met at this place. Right. And the food came a little slower. You I have to employ some patience. people right. getting impatient right. with it. You, have to, you know what? Probably next week it'll go smoother. The next week after that it'll go smoother. We need to be patient with the people, and we need to be patient with each other. And as you were saying about people, and I had to get that greater revelation or understanding as being a pastor in ministry that I'm in the people business. People, that, I'm in the people business. Everybody's bit. in the people well, well, business. Well, so. and then I, as, I just, as you were speaking, I was thinking about we're in the kingdom. Well, the kingdom is relational. So we're all in the people business because that's why we're brother Richard, sister so-and-so, Abba Father. It's all about relation. And God knew in his wisdom that we were going to need this key called, referred to as patience, in order to live successfully and, and, and just get along because we have to be patient. And I was reminded as you were speaking to this was one scripture. It says the Lord is patient and merciful. Yeah. Yeah. He's patient and merciful because if he just did, gave us what we deserve right on the spot and didn't allow us the opportunity or the chance to grow and just cut us off right there. Yeah. We wouldn't, uh, be where we are now. Well, people all the time will say to me, you know, look around the world and look at what the evil that people are doing. Why doesn't God do something? When they say that, what they're really meaning is, why doesn't God zap those people that are doing wrong? He's and I patient. tell them, you know what? If God had zapped you the first time that he had a chance to because you were doing something wrong, where would we all be? We would all be zapped. Well, and again, the scripture says, be imitators of God as dear children. So if God's full of patience... And he tells us to imitate God in Ephesians chapter 5. Well, that's what we should imitate. And again, it's about increasing in the knowledge of the Lord's will. It's about growing and learning and developing yourself in those fruits of the Spirit or, or those uh, keys. You have to be teachable. And that's what the Scripture refers to as meekness. Meekness is teachable. You have to be teachable to, in order to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And again... This broadcast, Faith on Fire, that's what we're here to do, to just stir you up and to remind you. And that's what faith means, trusting and doing what God desires us to do. That's having faith in God. I'm doing what he, I'm being fully pleasing to him. If he gives me a command and say, I want you to do this, well, I want you to have patience. Okay, well, I got to start developing that. And again, God's not going to tell us or command us to do something that we can't do. Well, and then the, one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. Yeah, so he, he, he put it in you. Yeah, it's in you. He just patient. wants you to develop it. It's right. in See, you. we have a choice. I can be impatient or not. I can mm -hmm. I can get upset about a situation or not. You know, we were talking earlier about my cherry tree and, and the blossom. It's all blossomed out. It, lo it looks fantastic out there in the back. The very first year, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, maybe earlier this week. Very first year... I got like two cherries. Now, I could have become impatient and said, well, this stupid tree isn't going to produce. It's only given me two cherries. It's not worth it. I'm going to chop it down. Would that have well, made any sense? Would know, anybody have said, yeah, I think somebody probably would have said, you know, I think you need to exercise a little patience here because if you let this tree grow up. Give it another year. It will, it give, it will a year give you thousands of cherries, which is what. If, In time. It, right. And time Given takes patience. Time. <laughs> and so I could have become very impatient and said, well, this tree's no good. It only has two cherries on it. I got to chop it down and start over. And where would I be? Every year I'd have a little bitty tree that only has a couple of cherries. When you exercise patience, all of a sudden the tree gets a chance to grow up. The tree gets a chance to become what it is always intended to become. And now there will be literally 
thousands of cherries on this tree this year because I exercised patience. And, it, and, and again, well, you know what? We need to do that with people. Give them a chance to become what they should be and be the people that they are called to be. Well, we, we want to rush people. And again, as you were speaking, I was thinking of, you said the word exercise. I was thinking of, we've all, when we're born, we all have muscle, mass, tissue, or whatever they call it. But that muscle can be developed in time. And you can do that by going to a gym or working out. But the first time you do it, you won't see any results. You can't go to the gym one time and, I'm going to develop the muscles I got. Because you can be a muscle man. You can be muscle bound, but it's going to take time. Right. It ain't going to take time. one one time in the gym and you know to get happens. there. <laughs> what happens is we go and we think, oh, man, I'm going to go full bore. And we do too much. And the next day we're so sore, we quit. Right, we quit. <laughs> and, again, you got to have patience. And you got you to gotta be consistent with having patience, just like being in the gym. You got to consistently go and work out in order to develop what you're attempting to develop, which in this case would be muscle. So again, with patience, you got to continue to practice it. As you go through your day, you got to practice. You got to be mindful. Okay. I'm allowing the fruit of the spirit of patience to be developed in me. So now you know something's going to happen and the devil's going to bring somebody in your path to get you off that key to to make you not use that key. And you know what? The devil doesn't even have to. All you have to do is have the service at the place where you're eating be a little bit slow. And our own sinful nature, right. our own impatience mm-hmm. takes over. Right, that right, right. You don't even have to have a hand in it. But yeah, yeah. But uh, again, you're going to have an opportunity to, what the scripture says in Romans 12, that to prove what that good and perfect and acceptable will of God is. He was talking about my renewal. And as you renew your mind to the key or that principle of, of patience, you're going to actually, in time, you're going to, what that latter verse says in Romans 12, you're going to prove what that good and perfect and acceptable will of God is. It means you're going to get what God says you're going to get, but you got to do it, and you got to do it consistently. Can't just have patience for one day, <laughs> one month. You got to consistently work on it, and I'm finding that out in my life. The things that God commands us to do, you got to practice these things until they come what we refer to as second nature. They have to get down in our subconscious where we do it without even thinking about it. And here's an example. When you're sleeping and if a fly is flying on your face subconsciously, you swat. You can swat. It's in your subconscious. That's your fight or flight, remember? That's fight or flight. So God wants us, actually in Ephesians it says, be be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's in your subconscious. God wants us to get these principles in our subconscious to where they're second nature. I was speaking in midweek Bible study yesterday about just the power of words and how I've been doing this. I've been saved for 14 years, and I've been learning that death and life is in the power of the tongue. That's the Proverbs 18, 21. So I'm mindful of the words that I'll come out of my mouth because I don't want to speak any words that's going to be against me. <laughs> and Satan's waiting on you to speak those negative words. So I'm mindful to do it. But I've been practicing this for so long it's second nature. I don't say anything against my finances, against my health, against my family. I'm always building up. So I just do that on a regular. And people that come around me, they see what's coming out of my mouth. And they go, like, wow, when they leave my presence, they're edified. Because I program myself not to allow. The Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good for the edifying of one another. So, again, and I just use that example as an example of many, just 
practicing, doing it every day, every day. It's like going to the gym. If I go in the gym every day for 10 years and stay on the same program, I'll, I'll be a big dude. We can do that with anything. We can transform ourselves. Right. And, and patience is one of those things as we develop it, we get better at it. I'm getting better at it, Richard. And, and I'm getting better. It, you know, some of it is as we mature as a, as a believer. Some of it is as we mature as, as people. I remember when I was younger, I was a very impatient person. And as I've gotten older, I've learned to become more patient with Well, you're always rushing me into the studio. <laughs> I'm just playing around. keeping you on track. I'm just playing around. We ain't going to go there. Go there. Like, Vince, where are you? Hurry up, hurry up. No, I'm just playing. I'm on the skyway, lower, upper or lower. But anyway. <laughs> but, you know, as... as as we get, I'm older, working on as it. we get more mature, we do become more patient. We realize, you know what? It, it really is true. Nobody's perfect. And so people are going to, you know, the line's going to move a little slower than we'd like. Our spouse is going to do something that we wish they wouldn't have done. Our children are going to do something. Our coworker, our boss, things are just going to happen. That's just life. And we need, why be worked up about it? Why always be upset about it? Why get your adrenaline flowing all the time? There are people I think that actually like the adrenaline surge. They like the upset. I, you know, you've heard everybody. I'm not happy until they have a good argument. I mean, people Fussing. heard the term drama queen or drama king. king There's yes. people that just like drama. I, I know lots of them. Drama. Lots of them. Yeah, everything. everything's big. And, and here's the deal: every day is drama. <laughs> right. Everything is big, though. I mean, every everything that happens is a big deal, and they get themselves worked up. They get themselves riled up. And patience is one of those things. It's easy to be impatient. It's easy to get yourself worked up. It's easy to grumble. It's easy to be mad. It's easy to do all those things. But none of it is helpful. None of it is edifying to anybody around you. None of it is edifying to you. None of it makes you feel better, look better, mm -hmm. act better. None of it is good. And so we need to ha learn to have patience in those situations and and every day in life so you're at the restaurant and things move a little slow you're in line things move a little slow you got a cherry tree that only has two cherries <laughs> the first year that you have it you got to learn to be patient with that thing you've got children who anybody that ever had children knows that the first day your child got up to walk they fell down oh, they, yeah. the first time we all fall down and we, we didn't rush that kid, huh? We and, had patience with uh, him. So you, you know can what? use we, employ patience. We didn't say, you know what? They fell down. Don't let them back up. We got we to gotta go put them in the crib and not let them up again because they might get hurt. No, we had patience with them because they knew that sooner or later they were going to learn how to walk. Same way you learn how to ride a bike. The, the old saying that once you learn how, you never forget. But the first time, it was a little bit hard. You fall down. And if you never get back up, you will never make it. You got to learn to be patient with yourself when you're trying something new. And you've got to learn to be patient with others. I always say the family is the perfect place to try something new. That if you fail at it, those people have your back. They, they're going to be patient with you. They're going to help you. They're going to lift you up. They're going to encourage you. And that's one of the things as we learn patience. It's not merely to say, well, I'm not going to be mad at them. It's we learn to encourage people. We learn to help people. We learn to go forward with people as we are patient with them and go forward in their life. Amen. And back to James chapter one, verse four. But let patience have its perfect work 
that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So as we continue to develop the fruit of the Spirit, that key of the kingdom called patient, he said, you're going to be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. I like that. That's the promise. Right. As you employ, allow patience to do its thing. Sit back. Don't let it stress you out. Don't catch a coronary. <laughs> Just let let the process. And, and part of that, too, I, I found out, and, and God shows you things as you start employing the principles. I'm getting to enjoy life a little more as I just look back. Right. Smell the life roses. Isn't, life isn't a big hassle. It ain't a big day. rush. So, and then God shows you that. He say, look, if you just have some patience, you're going to see some things you didn't see. You're going to observe some things. And, and again, I love people. I'm looking at people as I'm employing patience. You get to see something. Remember, you'll miss things. They say you, you can't see the forest for the trees <laughs> because you're looking at what you're looking at and not at what you should be looking at, the broody. Life is called the present for a reason. It's a present. You don't get today back. Today will never happen again. So enjoy it for what it is, the present. It's a present. It's a gift of God. Yeah, so enjoy it and just go through this day and have patience and uh, and watch what God will reveal to you as you employ patience And we talked life. about joy a few weeks ago, you know, where you have to sometimes say— They all know, go I'm together. Gonna, I'm not going to allow what— this line moving slow to rob me of my joy. joy. I'm, it, it might, well, it might try. You just said something. I'm not going to allow. If it. you don't, if you allow patience to kick in, it's going to reinforce your joy. <laughs> this food, this food is coming a little slower than I'd like, but I'm not going to let that rob me of my joy. Because good things come to those who wait. Woo! We will Boy, sell no wine. Yeah, yeah. Sell no wine before it's time. So. Again, I was in that restaurant today waiting on my food, and I was one of the last ones. And boy, was it good, Richard. I ate everything off my plate, but I waited patiently for it. I didn't grumble. The thought crossed my mind a couple times, but I was like, no, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to look around at people. I'm going to listen to the speaker. I'm going to read this material that she passed out. And then before you know it, there was a server with my food, and it was great. You know, and and this is what happens, though, in in all of our life. (laughs) To go back to that cherry tree in my backyard i employed patience i said you know what it only has two cherries this year which is what they warned me and <laughs> they warned they said, you're oh you the scripture warns you of some things and, too and they said you probably only get Don't two or three dozen warns. the next year but then after that it's gonna go nuts and that's exactly what happened and so as i employed the patience that i needed to employ then the tree did exactly what it was supposed to do and that's what happens in, in time it produced right well, that's going to do it for this episode of Faith on Fire. We thank you for tuning in. And we just want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. 
Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.